0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today we commemorate the Feast of St. Francis de Sales, the Doctor of Divine Charity. Yesterday, as we celebrated the 400th anniversary of his passing to eternal life, today, now on this 29th, we commemorate St. Francis de Sales as his feast is January 29th, and thus the 29th of each month we will commemorate him in a special way in this year of St. Francis de Sales. Our Lord said, I am come to cast fire on the earth, and what will I but that it be kindled? Our divine Savior came to set our hearts on fire for the love of God, so that our hearts would share in the same divine love that is the divine being. St. Francis de Sales' life was a wonderful example of prayer and being an apostle, of prayer and evangelizing, of prayer and converting and of prayer in bringing souls to the love of God. St. Francis de Sales is widely acclaimed for his gentleness, for his meekness, for his sweetness, for his forgiveness, and for his humility. St. Vincent de Paul once said, Since the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, no man has walked this earth and resembled Christ more than St. Francis de Sales. But we may be thinking, well, he had just a peaceable and easygoing temperament. But Pope Pius XI in his encyclical on St. Francis de Sales confirms the contrary. Quote, One would err, however, if he imagined that such a character as St. Francis de Sales possessed was a gift of nature, bestowed on him by the grace of God, with the blessing of meekness, as we so often read to have been the case of other blessed souls. On the contrary, Francis was naturally hot-tempered and easily aroused to anger. Since he had vowed to take as his model Jesus, who has said, Learn of me because I am meek and humble of heart, so by means of constant watchfulness over himself and of violence to his own will, he succeeded in learning how to curb and to control to such an extent the promptings of his nature that he became a living likeness of the God of peace and meekness. This fact is proven amply by the testimony of the physicians who prepared his body for burial, for when, as we read, they embalmed the body, they found his bile turned into stone, which had been broken up into the smallest imaginable particles. They knew from this strange occurrence what terrible efforts it must have cost our saint over a period of fifty years to conquer his naturally irritable temper. End of quote. It was noted that underneath his office desk, St. Francis de Sales had used his nails over the years to make deep cuts in the wood, rather than let his frustration show. By nature, St. Francis de Sales was what we would call nowadays of sanguine temperament. Our Divine Savior said, Take up my yoke upon you and learn of me, because I am meek and humble of heart, and you shall find rest to your souls." St. Francis de Sales meditated upon these words and said, One can attract more bees with a spoon of honey than with a barrel of vinegar. And what were the fruits of his missionary efforts? From his evangelizing the Calvinist lands of the Chablais and the region of Savoy, south of Geneva, St. Francis converted 72,000 souls. And that was no easy task, for his life was in peril from wolves, from snow in the mountains, from assassination attempts of the Protestants. Now Calvinists believe that Christ only died for the predestined elect and that God's grace substitutes even for an evil will rendering them elect. Calvin also denied free will in humans, saying that we are determined by the supreme will of God and that the elect, no matter what he may do, will always be elect and that one predestined to hell, no matter what good he may do, will always go to hell. St. Francis de Sales saw the cruelty of this new teaching of Calvin that contradicted the whole message of the Gospels in which our Lord called all men and women to repentance and to be his disciples. I am come to cast fire on the earth, and what will I but that it be kindled? Thus, the spirituality of St. Francis de Francis de Sales is deeply rooted in the love of God as our loving Father. St. Francis de Sales is also widely acclaimed for encouraging all the faithful to the devout life, and that it wasn't reserved for the monastery or for the cloister. In the beginning of the introduction to the devout life, he said, "...it is an error, or rather a heresy, to say devotion is incompatible with the life of a soldier, a tradesman, a prince, or a married woman." It has happened that many have lost perfection in the desert who have preserved it in the world. All of us are called to bear fruit as living plants in the church. And we hear in the Gospel of the Mass of St. Francis de Sales, You are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Also in the parable of talents, the three servants are called before their master to give a reckoning of their stewardship of the master's goods that they have received. We, too, are called to give a reckoning of the stewardship that we have received of God's grace. So what is this devout life? It is the perfection of charity in which a soul is ready, active, prompt, and diligent in observing all the commandments of God, but also prompt to do readily and heartily as many good works as we can, even though they may not be of any sort commanded, but only counseled and inspired. Devotion is compatible with all vocations because it seeks to perfect the love of God which is compatible with all lawful vocations. It is the perfect of all walks of life and adorns each. Wherever we are, we may and ought to aspire to the perfect and devout life. After a period of time, we all are met with a crisis. Everyone is met with spiritual roadblocks at times. Everyone is met with a trial. For us, then, St. Francis says, Anxiety proceeds from an inordinate love of being delivered from the evil that we feel or of acquiring the good that we hope for. Yet there is nothing that tends more to increase evil and to prevent the enjoyment of good than unquietude and anxiety. Birds remain caught in nets and traps because when they find themselves ensnared, they eagerly flutter about and struggle to extricate themselves and in that way entangle themselves all the more. Whenever you are pressed with a desire to be freed from some evil or to attain some good, before all else, be careful both to settle your mind in repose and tranquility and to compose your judgment and will. Then gently and meekly procure the accomplishment of your desire, taking in regular order the means that may be the most convenient. My dear faithful, let us imitate the example of St. Francis de Sales and perfect our temperament in imitating and following the example of the meekness and gentleness of the Sacred Heart. May we persevere in the devout life, in growing in charity, to be made more pleasing in God's eyes, and to produce abundant fruit as living trees in the Church. May we study the holy writings of our saintly doctor so that we may make progress in the spiritual life and fly to the heights of divine charity. May our obedience be animated with charity so that we may fly high frequently, easily, and with great links in the love and service of God. May our hearts be set afire with the love of God, so that we may be found worthy to eternally share in the divine substance of the Word made flesh. St. Francis de Sales, Doctor of Divine Charity, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.